Good morning, faithful listeners. This is Jen here with P40Ministries.com. We are going to finish out Genesis chapter 15 today, reading verses 7 through 21. Now, we just learned that Abram was talking with God, and God came down to him and told Abram that he would be producing an heir from his own body. Now, Abram was getting on in age, and he didn't quite know what that meant yet. But he believed in God. He believed that God would somehow give him an heir from his own body. And then God takes Abram outside and he shows him the stars, the non-light polluted sky full of stars. So that means that Abram would have been able to see the Milky Way cloud. He would have been able to see the cloud and it would have been so many stars. There is no way he ever could have counted them because God had said, if you can count them, that will be your descendants. Because God said to him, count them, see if you can. That's going to be your descendants. And Abram believed God. And because he believed in God through faith, he was considered a righteous person in God's eyes. So now, this is the same encounter that Abram is having with God. And in verse 7, I'm going to be reading out of the NLT version. I'll start in verse 7. Uh, the Lord is still talking to Abram. And the Lord says to him, the Lord says to Abram, I am the Lord who brought you out of Ur of the Chaldeans to give you this land as your possession. But Abram replied, O sovereign Lord, how can I be sure that I will actually possess it? The Lord told him, Bring me a three-year-old heifer, a three-year-old female goat, a three-year-old ram, a turtle dove, and a young pigeon. So Abram presented all these to him, and he killed them. Then he cut each animal down the middle and laid the halves side by side. He did not, however, cut the birds in half. Some vultures swooped down to eat the carcasses, but Abram chased them away. As the sun was going down, Abram fell into a deep sleep, and a terrifying darkness came down over him. Then the Lord said to Abram, You can be sure that your descendants will be strangers in a foreign land, where they will be oppressed as slaves for 400 years. But I will punish the nation that enslaves them, and in the end they will come away with great wealth. As for you, you will die in peace and be buried at a ripe old age. After four generations, your descendants will return here to this land, for the sins of the Amorites do not yet warrant their destruction. After the sun went down and darkness fell, Abram saw a smoking fire pot and a flaming torch pass between the halves of the carcasses. So the Lord made a covenant with Abram that day and said, I have given this land to your descendants, all the way from the border of Egypt to the great Euphrates River, the land now occupied by the Kenites, the Kenizzites, the Cadmonites, Hittites, Perizzites, Raphaites, Amorites, Canaanites, Girgashites, and Jebusites. So I find this passage of scripture to be kind of weird, mainly because there are some cultural contexts here that nowadays we can't really understand. Mainly the ceremony here that God tells Abram to do. It says in verse 8 that Abram was asking God, how am I going to possess this land that you keep promising me? Because in verse 7, God says to Abram, I am the one who brought you out of your land to give you this land as your possession. So Abram asks, so how am I going to possess this? Like, what? how do I know that this is going to be my possession? How do I do it? And God says to him, bring me a three-year-old heifer, a three-year-old female goat, a three-year-old ram, and a turtle dove, and a young pigeon. So he asks Abram to bring him all of these um, animals. 
And we know at this time that people were performing sacrifices because God did say to Noah when uh, the animals, actually before the animals went onto the ark, he told Noah which ones were clean and unclean for sacrifices. And so people were doing animal sacrifices back then. And Abram would have been very familiar with this because he brings all these animals to God and he kills them. And then he cuts each animal down the middle and he lays the halves side by side. And that's the part where I did not understand. I'm like, what the heck is that? And the thing is about that, God did not tell Abram how to sacrifice these animals to him. He just said to bring these animals to him. He didn't say that, he, that Abram had to cut them down the middle and lay the halves side by side. That was something Abram just did. So it's possible that in the cultural context at this point was that was how they performed sacrifices. They cut the animals down the middle and gave them to God. I don't know. But Abram does this on his own. And this was something that was very um, important to him because in verse 11, it says that Abram protects the carcasses. So he scares off these vultures that try to eat the carcasses and Abram chases them all away. So he was protecting those sacrifices. So this was a cultural thing that Abram was doing here. So Abram then performs this ceremony to God. And I wondered why God had asked Abram to bring him these animals in the first place. Well, it's very possible that, firstly, this was a big moment in history, honestly, because God was now prophesying to Abram what was going to happen in the future to the Israelites. So this would have been a ceremony of something that God was revealing to Abram. And the other thing is it's possible that the ceremony was maybe for Abram himself. He placed significance on them. So it's possible that the ceremony was also for Abram as well. So then after the ceremony, the sun starts going down. And it's possible this happened for several days because it was nighttime when God had asked Abram to look at the stars. And then now the sun is going down again. So Abram falls into this deep sleep and this terrifying darkness comes over him. So he is terrified and he feels this darkness just envelop him. And then the Lord says to Abram, you can be sure that your descendants will be strangers in a foreign land. So this is a significant event. This darkness falls over Abram and then God lays this, um, this revelation on him and says, your descendants are going to be strangers in a foreign land for 400 years and they are going to be oppressed. But then God says, I will punish the nation that enslaves them. And in the end, your people will come away with great wealth. And as for you, you will die in peace and be buried at a ripe old age, is what he says to Abram. But God is telling Abram here that he is going to die at an old age and in peace. It says, you will die in peace. I think that means no pain. He was going to live a long life and die in peace. This was God's way of loving Abram by giving him a sense of security with the way he dies. And then in verse 16, God continues talking. He says, after 400 years or four generations, your descendants will return here to this land. 
for the sins of the Amorites do not yet warrant their destruction. And that is more of God's mercy. The Amorites were living in the land at that time, the land that God had promised to Abram's descendants. He says he's not going to give them the land yet because the Amorites are not wicked yet. They might be wicked, but their sins do not warrant their destruction because God knows all. He can see the entire picture. He can see past, present, and future. He knows what's going to happen, and he knows that the Amorites are going to continue to get worse and worse and worse as all humanity does. That is a pattern since the beginning of time. So he knows that the Amorites are going to get worse, and he tells Abram that the Amorites are not going to be destroyed yet because their sins do not warrant their destruction yet. So then once again in verse 17, it says the sun goes down and darkness falls. So this has been three days now that God is talking with Abram. Abram sees a smoking fire pot and a flaming torch pass between the halves of the carcasses. And this is God making a covenant with Abram. And he says, I have given this land to your descendants all the way from the border of Egypt to the great Euphrates River. So this is a really unique and interesting portion of scripture here. And join me on Monday. We will be talking about, let's see here, Genesis chapter 16 and something very interesting that happens between Abram and Sarai. I'm not going to give away too many spoilers for those of you who aren't sure of the story. Continue with me then, 6 a.m. And also go to my website, www.p40ministries.com shop. And that is because my website store is finally open and I have some really great designs that my sister and I have come up with to give you guys the best quality t-shirts. If you want to support P40 Ministries, go to my website and check out my t-shirt designs and my sweaters and hoodies and support P40 Ministries that way if you so choose. And also be sure to sign up for the emails because every single Saturday at 6.30 a.m. I publish a blog post on my website. So definitely go to p40ministries.com and check out all the great things that are happening at the website site and make sure to subscribe and I am super appreciative of all of you guys and as usual I'm going to ask that all of you have a wonderful day and happy listening faithful listeners.